What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Different Spokes Podcast. My name's Matt Smith. Today's guest is my cousin, Mark. If you're unfamiliar with him, check out episode one of this podcast. It's a brief introduction to him. Also, check out the shoe cast where we we go in deep about some riding shoes. Today's episode is also about riding shoes. We're all, we only shoot the shit about the shoes for about 15 minutes or so. So that's about the first that's the first portion of the podcast. The rest of it is about current events, just what's going on currently, whatever. So uh yeah, without further ado, here we go. Different spokes. Yeah. It's supposed to be out riding. Too bad it's windy. Yeah, what the fuck? It's windy as shit out today. Even though it's nice and beautifully sunny out. So we're in here shooting shit for something to do. So uh Mark, thanks for being on the show. Always, my friend. I wish uh, we had some theme music and get it all hype in here. But, um, yeah, we figured we'd do a current events episode, talk about what's going on, touch base on some uh, some topics we brought up before in the last one. Um, so, you got a new pair of shoes, new pair of riding shoes since last video? I did. I got... Uh... The same shoes, just with the uh, the upgraded sole. And those are the ones you're wearing right now? They are. You want to show them real quick to everybody? Sure. So those are the, the classic pros? Oh, well. Yeah. Just the classics with the upgraded uh, insole. That's the ultra cushion on the inside? Yeah. Definitely better than just the, uh, the classic. Um, yeah. Is it still Volk? Looks like it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> They're good. Pretty sturdy. Um, I mean, I feel like it'll definitely go through them a bit. Mm -hmm. but they're nice. They're bad. better than your other ones. Yeah, yeah. Those were just to try Vans out. Like, yeah. I didn't want to commit so much, but, I mean, it wasn't that much of a price difference. Uh -huh. I wanted to touch base about the Vans because since our episode about them, it seems like they've been coming out with new new versions of their cup sole and like a more rugged waffle pattern mm. and I saw a second one that's something about just being cushy like look at these classics or whatever with like this extra cushion them like like a whole different kind of gush really for like walking or something which doesn't surprise me because I saw that Vans got into like runners and shit as well. So that would surprise me. I mean, they they make boots and hikers. Yeah. So why wouldn't you make a lifestyle shoe? Well, you know, uh, I don't want to get on a high horse, but it's about time that they started bringing that newer sole technology towards just like the regular, you know, classics and and like the K Walkers or whatever, because that's where we need it like in a riding shoe not in i mean we need it everywhere mm -hmm. we, we can't we can't have this this waffle volk anymore i'm sure there's some people that love it and they'll they'll still go with it but hey my my feet can't handle it i don't know why i kind of feel like like the people making these shoes for riders have been fucking ripping us off like because they give you this just shitty flat shoe that is kind of just, yeah. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like I'm spending like you know sixty to a hundred dollars for this shoe, 
and I'm getting like some shit. You yeah. know, it's like, where's this? Can I get some Ultra Boost Soul in here too, or like yeah. something? Yeah. Ever since I wore, <laughs> ever since I've came to know what the Ultra Boost felt like, I wish that they would do like a shoe with maybe just a little bit in there. Some, like it ain't got to be like completely like that. Mm -hmm. However, like something like in more the center somewhere. Yeah. Like you know, I mean, you, you're you're trying to sell these to athletes. You know, and it's like uh, the the shoes are nice. I mean, the design is right for the sport we do. You know, the flat right. bottom and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. However, like you ain't gotta be that basic for the rest of the shoe. Like yeah, please give us more. Yeah. Boom. And that brings us to the, the shoes I got over here. You were just asking me about these. These are the Morena mids. I got them on clearance, so I don't. I don't even know, man. Shit, shit bothers me. I totally understand why people ride in absolutely anything else. It's like, I mean, these shoes are okay, but they're not great. So I bought these because they're on clearance, and I couldn't be happier with the construction, the shape of it. But they were on clearance, so it makes me think that uh, they're not going to be around anymore. That's the whole reason. <laughs> I I bought these shoes. These are some Reeboks. I bought them at an outlet store just because I wanted mid-top. Um, generally speaking, uh, the look is growing on me. I'm, uh, I'm really liking them. That's what the bottom looks like. Those are kind of like high tops. Yeah, they almost are, but um, I can still wear my mid-socks. And it won't be too short for the shoe, mm. which I, but, um, so I rode in these, right? And then I saw these on clearance. So these were like my first cop. And then I saw these on clearance and I was like, I got to just get them just cause they're on clearance. Like if, if these don't ever exist again, I want to, I want to at least say I knew what it felt like mm -hmm. because outside of this, this is all I know is just buying whatever mid-top I can find at any store I can find. And this feels amazing. I would say this is the best the best feeling shoe I've ever ridden in. The rubber is really grippy. You were asking me if it was like a, a real Michelin tire. Yeah. I didn't even know that they were. it was like a Michelin like uh, collab or anything. Mm -hmm. I just, I was just buying them. And I don't like the blue. I think that looks like crap. I don't like the white. I, I know skateboarders love the white. I can live with the white, but I was thinking of like taping it off and just painting all that black and just leaving that little thin, thin of uh, brown, which I think would look good. But now that I have these and I have these, when you're talking about aesthetics, it's like I could just pick whichever I want to wear that day because as of right now, they're both brand new. I've ridden in both of them a couple times, and, you know, I can just, the, these are going to take a beating. I know that I'm going to be able to, like, get some shit out of these. Um, it's got that, the Morena sole, I think, I don't know what it's even fucking called, man, but they got, like, that weird, like, heel. You said these were, these are the Morenas, right? 
Yeah, I had the Marina Lows before, okay? So those are Marina Mids? Yes. It has like this um, textured, I don't know what you would call this, around the toe cap. What would you say that is? Like Oligard, like... Like an Oligard? Well, you know, yeah. what they put on for this stuff. But it goes around the whole foot, and usually you only see it around the one side. But it does go all the way around, so it's like... They put that there just for toe jams? Basically for bikes, <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, like I don't, you wouldn't need all that for skateboarding. And this, well, when I had the lows, the more I broke them in, the more that this started to get ugly. Like this toe started to just like ripple and ripple and ripple to the point where like when I would get done riding, you would look at my feet and it looked like someone clubbed me with a baseball bat. Like just your feet just look mangled because it just ended up looking like an ugly shoe. What they started curling up or something? Yeah, like the toe just got so deformed and just weird because like this, this um, maybe this is like a newer one for this one for mm. this model, but on the Marina Lowe's that I originally had. But you know, whatever, they performed exactly how I wanted to, so I was going to keep riding in them. Yeah, they ended up eventually getting ugly. They so were. They don't make Marina mids. These were on clearance. I couldn't find any others. You look online. Yeah, I, I bought these off that news website. Um, but they make other Marina mids, right? No, this this was it. It was like the only color, only thing left. The only mid? Yeah, only thing left. That's why I got it. I wouldn't have, trust me, dude, I wouldn't have bought fucking black and teal. I mean, <laughs> I can make trust believe Trust me, I wouldn't have bought this hideous shit. I didn't <laughs> have to. Yeah, yeah, like, I... I'm going to have tempted to take this outside and just take my spray paint can, you know, and just make it look like that. But now that I have two to pick from, it's like if I want to wear black shoes, I'll just wear those instead, the Reeboks. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to kind of not be so militant about wearing black shoes. I'll deal with it. You know, that's that's for when I feel sporty and that's for when I want to feel low-key. That'd be hard to paint, but this, yeah. I have black shoe paint. Because I repainted a pair of Jordan 4s mm -hmm. back to, like, because they were pretty bad shape. Yeah. And you can paint all this, and it'll it'll stay black. Like, it, it like the more you scuff it and stuff like that, like, it might come off a bit, but you can paint it nice. Like, I have shoe paint for Dude, that. Dude, we could try it. But, um, yeah, so I've ridden, I've ridden in both shoes, I think, twice. My favorite part about the Marina Mids is as soon as I put them on, I forgot about them. I forgot I was I didn't even feel like I was wearing brand new shoes like sometimes when you put on brand new shoes you're mm -hmm. like fuck my pedals might grip too hard and then I go to bail and eat shit because you can't get your foot off in time that didn't even feel like that it felt perfect uh, I got a bunch of shit all over the bottoms right now that's from my jump rope I had to stick uh, the stickers all over the jump rope so it would carry weight mm. And I went to go do it in the wintertime. Use my jump rope with stickers. They all started fraying off? They all just cracked and just shattered. Oh, they all got cold. Out, out of the jump rope, yeah. So I got a bunch of shit to clean up in the garage. Sucks. But the shoe was awesome. The Reebok. Um, I'm really, really starting to like this for other reasons. For everything that this shoe isn't. Because this shoe is like slimish around here. This shoe is meant to be, the Etnies shoe is meant to be kind of pretty much protective no matter what. 
It's got it's got still got a fat tongue, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many shoes still come with fat tongues, but the Reebok has got like a more medium tongue, and it's got the way that this shoe fits around your your foot right here, um, at the top of your toes. It's a little bit more snug, and even this part, um, the the height of the toe, is snug. So it feels kind of dialed on your foot like real I don't know how to explain that like snug the whole shoe fits snug hmm. so it feels like if you were going to do tail whips or something it, it, it feels like you don't have a lot of excess hanging around like you got kind of like ninja feet on hmm. it feels good in that way hmm. I really love the material this like leather I don't know if it's real or not maybe maybe not but I like that it laces up super easy and it delaces super easy. So like, cause this sounds, that might sound petty, but those other shoes, those Nikes I had, whatever material they were, when you laced it, it just wanted to stay tight, which was cool. So you wanted to go take them off and you already, you have your shoe untied and you wiggled your tongue and you still can't get your foot off your fucking shoe or your shoe out of your foot. Mm. I would just be so pissed. <laughs> but like the one, flights, right? Yeah. Mm. I love that shoe. I just didn't like the material that that was made out of. That's oh, my they're like suede up top here, aren't they? Yeah, they were kind of weird. Suede or new book. So, yeah, um, I'm loving the Reeboks and I'm loving that Nice. I love to be able to go ride one set of riding shoes for one sesh and another set for another sesh. That's a weird spot. That's a wrinkle. Yeah. From from walking in them today. Um. Yeah, I think I think anybody that rides BMX, if they can afford it, to try and get two pairs of shoes. Like, you don't have to get two at the same time. It was tax return time. That's the only reason I'm buying shoes right now. And, yeah. Why two pair? So that way, you literally are making them last twice as long. Like, you'll be able to wear what, whichever you feel like wearing... But if one starts to get shitty, you can you have a backup, and that way you know you can just keep running it. Like, like some like I like I might want to wear all black shoes depending where we go. You know, I might want to be more low key. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I like the black look. I gotcha. Fuck around walking around town looking like a fourteen year old in your teal etnies. But, yeah, I'm happy with the shoes, but um, we'll see where they go from here. If anybody else bought some mids, bought some lows, bought something that they like, let us know. Um, I did... Cons- oh, wait. This this is one thing. So, first session, um, I went to go try a manual 180. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my axle tip, I fell... And somehow the axle, the tip of my axle hit me right in the ball of my ankle. I don't know if you can see that on the camera that well, but um, the axle's hollow, and it sliced right into the padding of the mid-top of the Etnies. If, if that wasn't there, I would legitimately probably had to have gotten at least stitches in my ankle. 
Or it would have hurt. Yeah, it would it would have fucking sucked. <laughs> is, is is my point, and that saved my ass, and that's why I run mids. Would ruin my fucking day. Yeah, and um, I also con- I've been hearing a lot about the space brace. I have been considering, what if I just, what if I don't need to be searching high and low for mid for the ultimate mid top when I can just get a l- any low that I would like and just run a space brace but I think the space brace is more for like uh, your like ankle function protection more than protecting your ankle from impacts like I don't need like the 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 laces of the mid top and that much support is all I need like I really like like I don't need any more than this Mm -hmm. yeah I wouldn't think I needed you need more ankle protection like more from I just need impact. the protection. I don't need necessarily the support because mm-hmm. this little bit of support with the laces is good enough. Plenty, right? But so you mentioned Jacob Jacob Cable and the crazy fakey ice. We just watched the edit. This shit was crazy. It was. However, um, I mean amazing talent like that's so I can't do anything that kid can even do mm-hmm. it, um, it just uh, like every trick was like there's too many like there's too many fakey ices or fakey manis in it you don't think that's like maybe his shtick uh, yeah totally but I don't I mean, once you do a couple, like, in the video, it's like, yeah, you could probably do that off of and out of any trick. And that really proved it. But why is it after every trick? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think of when you're riding Cali spots, I guess. I mean, he... Uh, I mean, not just him, but I see it. I see it with uh, with a lot of riders, and that was something I really worried about in skateboarding. Was like, I didn't want to have the same trick in more than once in a video. Right. You know what I mean? Like, to be like more unexpected. There was no way. Like, yeah. If I was gonna kickflip a gap, there was just gonna be one gap I kickflip, and it was gonna be the biggest one. I was gonna put three different ones in. Yeah, you know of. Yeah, if you're gonna use variation, it's gotta be a very distinct variation. That's probably what I'm trying to say. Like I remember him doing the fakey ice bar, and I remember the long fakey ice, but I don't remember anything in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I mean, oh, but, he did the fakey ice to Indian manual oppo 180. That was pretty sick too. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it was completely amazing, and I'm sure to see it in person just blow your fucking mind but it's like and maybe I don't know if that's like just inexperienced like just throwing shit to throw shit because you can you know um I, or I don't know I just, I just think that you could well, yeah. totally like put a variation in it and it would look way better also we are also blindly interpreting what this brand is putting out in a sense because true that video could have came out for numerous reasons 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like there was that one really old clip with the pink rims. I mean, I don't know which clip was old, but it just seemed like an older clip. Oh, uh, yeah. So like, what if he was just sitting on all this footage and he's about to put something else out, but he wanted to get rid of all the extras first? Mm. Like there's, there's a shit ton of different reasons why that might come out and then we're just interpreting it our way. Well, and how much say do the writers have or do they just submit clips yeah. and then somebody else puts it together? I feel like I wish there was a little bit more transparency with that. Like, like um, there's this, speaking of current events, there's this guy named Vish who was uh, interviewed recently. Um, I think he was on the Dennis Anderson podcast and he talks about how he films his relationships with the riders the music he's picking so it it really opens it up to how that process goes and i wish we kind of knew the stance on every company's videos like like maybe that's one thing to declare you know because some people think some people think that bike riders shouldn't be able to pick their own song because that bike rider might be kind of egotistical or something or might become egotistical if they can pick their own song but i was always under the impression that uh you you put your neck on the line you should have some kind of say like i also get the art the artistic representation Mm -hmm. so like think of um the trees video i did uh, he had sent me a song for his fucks with it Friday. He's like, I got these two different songs I want to use. Which one do you think? And I was like, this one would be better. He's like, all right, cool. And that was it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, if, if I'm editing for a bike rider, I want him to be, him or her, whatever, <clears throat> to be just as psyched as I am. If I, like, you know, bike, bike videos are, like, the most stoked you could possibly put out other than riding in person in front of somebody well it's it's your way of getting content like you know like when i was younger and only had one skate video like all i could read were thrasher magazines and that was how i got stoked and Mm -hmm. you know the one thing now there's millions of videos readily available at the click of a button online that you can get your hype on all the hashtags well, yeah, there's just Everything. so much. There's so much available. Whereas, you know, back in the day, you had a magazine and maybe a couple VHS tapes that you just re-ran and re-ran. Yeah, you know, and that was it. Now there's so much. It's you got to compete, and the songs that it's such a trivial issue. Like nobody owns the fucking songs. It's your clip. Like they're all your clips. Put whatever fucking song you want to put. And by chance, if I just happen to want the same song as somebody else had used, guess what? Tough shit. Fucking <laughs> using it because I think it's gonna be better. Right. And tough. So like the you only like it, come farming. The only way you would warrant using a song is if it you think it would be better than whoever else used it. Which makes sense. <laughs> right. Like if somebody used a song that I that I absolutely wanted to use I'm I'm gonna use it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Well, I, I, so what for me? Like I used to be, I used to try and remember every video, every song, so I didn't never song jacked. But after a certain point, it's like I don't know what's coming out on the internet anymore. I don't know if I 
song jacked anyone or not. I, I purposely pick music I, that I don't think anyone's yeah. using. I pur- I purposely try and be obscure. I think a lot of people try to do that. Yeah. But then it, there you get to a point where it's like there, there's no way. Like I'm sure there's like dozens of other kids and dozens of other cities. Well, yeah. Using all the same stuff. And people, every I remember for a while there, every time I thought of a song to use for an edit, it would end up in somebody's Instagram edit, and I was like, God damn it. So like, whatever. That's the thing. It's like they might only use like a snippet of it if you use the full thing and you do it well you know it's now yours and for real for real like you only see the people's content that you want to see there's millions of other kids that are doing and you know people doing the same thing that you just don't see yeah I have I follow maybe 200 people on Instagram and that's pretty much the only BMX content I see. Anybody outside of that, I have no idea what the fuck they're doing. They're prob- there's probably a guy in Russia also named Mark who wears glasses <laughs> and has a camo hat and has a raw bike. Yeah. Who also does crank arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what? Cool. That's awesome. I mean, it's this is all for us to share. And, it, yeah, it's basically... You know, whatever. Things have gotten to a level where you have to accept that um, duplicity is inevitable of course like the spots i mean i hate to break it to you but every spot there is somebody else is gonna ride it and do something better than you probably like that's the coolest part about hunting though hunting for a spot yeah yeah, you're still gonna find gems here and there but to be able to be the first to hit it that's the best but you know like new riders are showing up every day you know exactly so it's it (laughs) It's not going to slow down. Your spots are never safe. No, no. You might as well just have, you know, have as much fun as you can when you have the opportunities that come and fuck, man, just ride a wave. Yeah. Um, Along with the current events thing is um, we mentioned Jacob Cable. We talked about that. Um, We watched a couple other edits. That Leezy edit was pretty tight, I got to say. I'm impressed. He went to California and he still somehow came up with some unique shit. The BSD guy. Yeah, that that was interesting. It was, um, I mean, he was like obviously good, but it was like low key good compared to the rest of the BSD squad. If that makes any sense. Well, he's usually pretty pretty hammered too. Yeah, like it was really really good, but it, it was um, it was different. It was a different kind of video. It's just a different vibe to it. Yeah, the the thing that they released with it said he just went to California and all he did was get kicked out. I'm like, well, if that's the case, then he made out all right. If that was my video, I'd be 1,000% happy with it. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but um, uh, I wanted to bring up current events. Um, the Dennis, shout out to all the BMX podcasts out there. I, I'm listening to as many as I can. Um, shout out to BMX in Our Blood Shout out to Dennis Henderson's podcast Shout out to Chris Doyle's podcast Shout out to the Rollback podcast All of them I mean I'm trying to listen to as many as possible Because Dude it's It's like all this information I've been wanting to know My whole life And it's like finally Revealing itself now mm. Like to know about all these people You used to like see their names all the time in all these videos and it's like it's like 
all of it's just kind of being revealed. And it's so fucking sick. So I'm really happy that everybody's putting stories out there. I just listened to the John Lee episode, man. Holy fuck. So I, I told you about Ray's, right? Like that mountain bike park. It's got all those jump boxes and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So this dude, he works. He worked at FBM doing doing stuff at the distribution, and um, they went on a race trip, and he was riding, and he was jumping shit, and somehow like jumped something where I guess he shouldn't have jumped, and there was a bridge across, and he smacked his face off of something, and like really really fucked himself up, like crushed eye socket, oh damn, broken like this bone, whatever it was, right. And, like, while he's, like, trying to recover, his girl's, like, breaking up with him, his fiance or whatever. Like, of course. Just some gnarly shit that he had to go through. Mm-hmm. And, and he's known in BMX as, like, the nicest guy of BMX. So. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, so, like, a that's, lot of shit. Fucked. You know, he's got a good head on his shoulders. Right, but right. It's just like, fuck. Turn so, somebody into a bad dude real quick. I'll turn well, a nice like, dude into a bad dude. Yeah. And, you know, just hearing stories like that, it's... It's really cool. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I really appreciate everyone putting putting their shit out there. I mean, um, so then I one of the things I wanted to bring up was Dennis Anderson is now on Vans. He was on Nike. Remember Nike dropped everybody. Mm, I remember people leaving. And, yeah, you know the the BMX program fell out. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. So now. Anderson is on Vans. I mean, good, good, good on him for getting sponsored. So let me just place an order. Hey, ding, ow. So until you have a signature shoe, I I ain't listening to a thing anybody says. Because you know what? Like right. all these millions of kids, they all have the same shoes. Like I don't know if any. Like I when I meet people like. Some of the first things I do when I look at somebody is look at their shoes. I, yeah. don't, I don't know why, I just do. Everybody wears the same fucking shoes. Like, they're Vans or they're Entenies, they're Classics or they're this, you know what I mean? It's like there's not a big difference. I don't think, like, writers care about their shoes, but not really. You well, there's know? not much to pick from. There isn't, and I... I get it. There's no signature. There's no BMX signature models out there, no. like actual, like back in the day, Etnies had a Taj shoe, like Taj's fucking shoe, mm. Joe's shoe. Like they they picked the cuts, they picked the fabrics, they did the whole nine. Yeah, just like uh, Nike does the Nike shoe. They do a a Paul Rodriguez shoe. They do an Eric Costin shoe. Like if like Vance wants some fucking see they ain't even got to worry about that though because like vans is a lifestyle now and it's like it's beyond bmx well yeah like i'm sure that it's not worth the investment to some degree to vans to give a a bmx rider his full-blown shoe Mm. but if you if you think about it like okay if you're giving him a how hard is it man to get a signature shoe like just give a fucking just give a pro his own model already. Like, do you not make enough money hand over fist that you can't honor this brand you supposedly support since 66? 
You know what I mean? Like, mm. what is I'm, Garrett writing it? Writing it? Uh, he just got. He was started uh, working with some other brand that does like some cheaper shoes. They're like only like fifty bucks or something like that. Like some bone death DVS shit. Something not like, shit, but um, just some stuff. Something that's affordable, I guess. Like props to them too for going their own way. Like, if it looked a little different, I might be a little bit more stoked on it. But like, it's totally their style and stuff. Who? Um, wasn't um, Burns one that had his own shoes? The black ones. He sent me some link. He might have had his own shoe. He was on Osiris for a minute. Osiris had well, a BMX who, program. You sent me, you tagged me in something, and it was uh, it was for some shoes. And it was, a, a, I could have swore they were promoted by a BMX rider. Oh man, I forget. They're like maybe low tech, some shit. No, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I remember. Low techs were sick though. Whatever. But um, yeah, ain't nobody got their own shoe. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> what the fuck. Like, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but, you know, like Dak, Dak's on Vans, Dak get, gets his own signature colorway, gets his own signature inside sole. All right. Maybe they're just testing the waters with that shit before they go full-blown. Maybe. But I would like, I would really like to see a BMX model come out. I did see that Etnies had, like, a, an MTB shoe, but guess how much that one was? Mm. Hundred and thirty fucking dollars. It looked like just a beefier version of this, of this mid top. And I was like, maybe MTB dudes can afford a hundred and thirty dollar overpriced mids. But if you're gonna try and market to BMX kids, sixty fives about as much as we're gonna give you. MTB. Yeah, like mountain bike. Wow. They were like mountain bike shoes, but they were like BMX shoes. They would have worked as BMX shoes. Hmm. But it was like $130 fucking dollars. I don't think so. Mm. Now, now you're getting up into the price range where they better be... You better be getting something. Yeah, I better get a back rub with that. <laughs> well, they, they better... They might get box kept at that, yeah. at that price. And that's why, like, you know, these two pairs of shoes are going to last twice as long just because I'm, I'm going back and forth from them. I mean, as much as I talk on Vans, like, I got them on. I'm riding in them. Be, yeah, be, how? Uh, because it, you'll be good until you, uh, to have a problem. Yeah. Um, f- for the price, sixty bucks, seventy bucks. I'll you know I'll buy them once a month if I have to. That's not terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I could save thirty five dollars from each check for a pair of shoe a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that simple for them shoes, and then it's something you don't even think about. So I do get that. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it's like, I just need something that grips. I care a little bit about what it looks like. Like, it just has to be basic. Cause right. I, I don't, I don't go out to ride bike to floss in my clothes. You know? Right. I, you know, go out to the bar for that or some dumb shit. But yeah, that, that's more, it's all, uh, function. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know if I got anything else for current events. Um, I think that's it. Uh, I got a I got a new frame. I started riding it. It feels good. Build it all up. Just spray bombed it yesterday. That was nice. I'm in the market for a frame. 
Mark's Mark's looking for a frame now. What frames are you considering? Well, I was considering um, uh, the one that you got. <clears throat> the BSD the, Freedom. Yeah. Um, and then I was just kind of looking at others and <clears throat> stumbled upon a, a Fiend, a Reynolds Fiend V2. And that one is, is similar to yours. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Um, just keeping my options open. I don't. I don't want too much of a, a change from my bike. However, I do like the idea of it being a little bit more snappy. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I feel like getting around is an issue. However, if it makes it easier, then you're just stupid. Right? You why? Why I mean? wouldn't you want to make it easier for yourself? I don't know. I have this self-driving car, but I'm. I'll drive myself. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely considered it. Plus, mine, my frame's cracked now, so yeah, it's going to be time. Yeah, we found a hairline fracture in Mark's frame, and uh, we'll have to check that out. It was funny. What we thought was a crack wasn't, but on the other side was. <laughs> yeah, on the other dropout. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. So, yeah, everybody's getting new bikes. Everybody's freshening their shit up. Yeah, no, just in time to hurt bike. yourself for spring. Yeah. But, um, yeah, um, other, other current events I'm thinking of is camo fabric. I don't know if this is worth podcasting about, but, um, I ordered, I tried to, I've been using jackets for the camo material this whole time. And I had a whole stash of these camo jackets. I got them on the low and uh, legally. <laughs> but um, I got a good deal on them. But now I can't find any more. And they're really, really expensive, brand new. But that's what I was cutting apart and making camo pad sets for everybody. So now that that material has run dry, I have to get different material. You ran out of your supply. Yeah. So I ordered... I'm I'm ordering around. I got a new camo coming in. It's going it's going to be waterproof camo. See, that just goes to show you that as much like all of the the handwork that it takes to make them, okay, is a lot. However, and then you're sourcing the material and a lot of thought is going into even that. Mm. So it's like I mean, people are really getting a genuine thought out product like you know like every step of it was you know was thought about you know because like the material just didn't go to Joann's and be like I just need some camo or cut up some t-shirts you know or something it's like no this is really like this is some decent heavy duty stuff that you know will be okay out in the weather might fade a little bit color wise but it's not going to rip real easy or you know, just tear or or just yeah. be a, a janky fucking item that yeah. you wasted money on. Yeah, this I'm trying to make a solid product. It's meant to be like like armor it for is. your bike. It is, and I, you know what, I I don't mind spending a lot of money on st- quality stuff, not mm-hmm. at all. And dude, like your stuff's awesome. Like it's it's straight up. Like <clears throat> it, <laughs> yeah, it's just a foam pad inside. But, yeah. like, the outside is... That's some of the best shit that I've seen around, so... Thanks, man. Well, I mean, well, yeah, because, I mean, what's what's the alternative, you know, that... 
that Game of Thrones shit we saw the other day, and then, <laughs> and, and then some like you know not yeah. light nylon like they had back in the eighties, and you know. Yeah, they do a lot of vinyl. Vinyl is mm. what they used back then, which it it was more fade resistant, and and it's more weather resistant. So I get it. Um, I'm not opposed to it. Uh, I got some new stuff coming out for summer that is going to be made out of vinyl. I'm excited to release that, mm. but I'll keep the details hidden for now. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm super pumped because, you know, it's it's fun to experiment. It's fun to make. I got a new. A new, uh, I got a new product coming soon. I don't even know if I want to mention it yet, but I, I might have to release it. Uh, sign up for the email newsletter, everybody. If you get this, uh, this this podcast is is not really sponsored by anybody, and it's meant to be like an unbiased podcast because we're not sponsored by anybody. But if we are sponsored by anybody, it would be the yeah dot com. Why? Because the hosting for this podcast is paid for by the proceeds that are made from the website. Um, so, yes, this yeah, hype on, uh, sit on that. Let's let's let that let's let the stem buddy just breathe for a minute <laughs> and just take that in one more time because, like, I can't. <laughs> I mean that that's that was that to me is kind of feels like when plastic pegs first came out like it was like yeah metal was you know was what you had and was the shit and then when plastic came it was like oh my fucking god like this is kind of a game changer right and that really is because there was no padding for that before like it was real fucking basic you know what yeah. I mean? it was real thin um and it was real baggy that sat on on yeah. your stem and it was like that's not protected in anything dude i'm gonna make a meme about it I'm saying, and, and like, now it's, like, like, I rode with that janky chain, but I wasn't worried about clapping my knee off my stem. I was, like, I'll hit it, but I don't, I'm not going to smash it hard. Be- yeah. And I wasn't even worried about it. Before, I'd have been, like, nope, throw the bike in the trunk. We're done. <laughs> I ain't even going to try it. I'm going to ride. It's, like, just, you're riding with all this metal right around your kneecaps. Why wouldn't you want a pad there? And, and... How it's designed is, uh, it's great because it's so sleek. It's like, you don't even notice it's there. Um, Yeah. You know, it's like, I, the crossbar pad and top two pad, like, I get it. You know, like, if people are like, I'm not a big fan of pads. But, like, the stem buddy, like, you notice it there. But it's, it's still, like, (laughs) that's very minimal you know aesthetic displeasure yeah for the amount of protection that you're gonna get exactly and that's what clap your knee off um, they just say yeah. clap your knee off without it and clap your knee off with it and then come talk to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah man and it's it's the first thing i ever made where i actually feel proud proud enough of it to really push it before it's like well this is my art if you like it cool if you don't like it that's cool too but this i'm like no i think you should ride this i think everybody should ride these yeah i i believe it makes everybody's life a little bit better (laughs) i mean mean, what it is it's like you get it and you're like what's this this is just like you know it's a simple design however like what there was before was retardedly simple and didn't really even make sense straight trash right right this you know it's still simple and it's so functional 
Like, mm-hmm. you just have these bands that wrap around and just tuck and hide right around joints that you don't even really see, you know, that's under your headset or your stem. And, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you don't even notice that's there. Dude, shout out to Scavenger on Instagram. He hit me up for a brown one. Boy. Yeah, so I'm going to be making an order for 215 Burks here. Boy. Shout out to Steve at, at 215 Burks. That's one. Go there if you want to get some uh, some of the stem buddies, some of the crossbar pads, some of the, the pad set kits we're talking about. We can uh, we can get something there for you. But um, Yeah, you don't want to wait. You need them right now. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to go get, cop one in person, don't want to wait for shipping, go to 215 Burks right now. Yep, go cop up. Yeah. Tell them Matt sent you. Um, yeah, man, thanks for the kind words about that. Um, I'm really stoked to, to keep pushing with that. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to bring it up because I had it on the website. I had noted that camo is on back order. And um, I had a guy hit me up from Europe that wanted a camo pad set. He's like, I saw you there on back order. How much longer? Mm. And, and I was where like, where's he from? Europe. I forget where, but, um, come on. U- UK. I can look up the email. And what'd you tell him? I told him the camo's on back order because I had ordered it from that website. But then, um, they eventually told me it was out of stock. So then I ran into this problem and I was like, Oh my fucking God. Right, people are waiting for me to to get more camo, and I can't get more camo, and um, so that's when I ended up getting um, a different a different fabric. What did he want? He wanted camo. He wanted a camo pad set. A whole pad set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the new camo I'm getting is going to be tight. It's going to be sick. So <coughs> I think, and it's going to be even higher quality than the last camo. So I think that's going to be a really, really awesome thing. Mm-hmm. That's going to make me pumped. Um, it's similar price, so it's not even more, more of an investment. So I'm really excited about it because it's going to be a higher quality product. Uh, it should be more fade resistant. I think they actually tell you how many hours. I think it's like 2,000 hours in the sun before it starts to fade. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about this new camo. I got another... I got I got materials coming in. There's a lot of shit on the horizon for sure. I just, I just wanted to let people know that we're waiting for camo. I just ran into a bunch of shit trying to get some. I got more on the way. It's coming. And I got... Um, yeah. I got a new product. It's, uh, it's also going to be coming soon. Um, Mark, thanks for shooting the shit. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. Always, man. Um, thank you for uh, talking about shoes with me. Um, some people might get bored with that shit. Maybe, but, you know, like, I'd love to hear feedback on, like, like if people really, you know, if you care about your shoes at all. Like, I mean, I'm sure you do, but, you know, any feedback on, like, what you like to ride or what you hate about shit yeah cause I'm wondering if there's like other that. people out there like us I'm sure yeah like or, like, what do you do do you seek out other shoes you know then and shit like that or you just keep riding in the same shit you can get from zoomies every <laughs> yeah just ride with everybody else ride just cause yeah yeah that's a, a, I wanna know um, I'm gonna definitely try and get a pair of those FP insoles too I mean these 
these um, Marina mids, the insoles are nice in these. They're nice and thick. But the Reeboks, not quite as thick. So same with getting some FP insoles. Just, just trying them out. Just seeing if what else I can add to the shoe sandwich that work to help. So, but um, yeah, we'll um, we'll meet up again soon. We'll talk soon. Maybe uh, we'll talk after Mark gets a frame. We'll talk about it. Some kind of shit. For sure. But uh, yeah, wanna go? Uh, wanna go watch some videos or something? This still sounds like it's windy outside. Yeah, I know. Shit's pee. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. One thing I wanted to touch base on was Uncovered Tokyo. Um, Van and Mr. Brian Kaczynski are putting together an AM contest in Tokyo. So if you're going to be in Tokyo, if you just happen to hear this, go check that out at Uncovered BMX, at Uncovered BMX on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, it's a really cool thing, and I think uh, if there's people out there that might be interested, they should know about it. Thanks again, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank <laughs> you.